Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/wonder. What's going on, America? And welcome to a new edition of the Dear America podcast. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday. We're going to start trying to do this where you guys have the episode first thing in the morning when you're on the way to work. A lot of people have always said, oh, Graham, you know, because normally we film it, you know, around nine Eastern time. And so by the time we get it up, it's lunchtime in the East, blah, 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 blah. So we're, we're really going to try to make a conscious effort of getting up earlier for all of you. So you're welcome and trying to get the episodes out to you sooner. So this episode should publish um, at 7, yeah, the 7 a.m. Eastern time. So you guys can have us on the way to work. You can guys have, uh, you, you can guys, you can guys. Wow, this is going to be a great Monday. We're going to get up super early so you guys can have it uh, on your way to work, during work, for those of you who are great and exemplary employees, and on your way to work or to and from the gym. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I don't tell you guys that enough. Thank you. Um, I'm solo. Zach is in Colorado right now doing a uh, another project, uh, and he's you know editing for me while he's there. A lot of people are shocked by that. A lot of people are surprised that I like the people that work with me to also have other things because I believe that everyone should try to be as prosperous as they can be. Um, and anyway, so it's just me today. So if you don't like just hearing my voice, who I don't know what to tell you. This probably is going to be a long, a long episode. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about if you guys were paying any attention over the weekend, you saw that me and Pierce Morgan got into it. Uh, <laughs> he's such a jerk. Um, anyway, uh, I won the debate, I feel like, uh, because he ended up deleting it, deleting his tweet because, you know, he lost, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if it's worth repeating. He's, he's a jerk. He, you know, he's got a lot of issues. That guy, basically Pierce Morgan, um, if you don't know who he is, he's a British uh, commentator. He was on America's got talent for a while. He is the equivalent of 
kind of Europe's version, I guess, of like a Sean Hannity, maybe, but he's not conservative. He's British, right? Like he's British. So, I, you know, the, the politics there. Anyway, so this guy gets a show on Fox Nation called Pierce Morgan Uncensored, I think it's called. And he debuted a trailer of his interview with President Donald Trump. And in the trailer, it made it look like him and Donald Trump had gotten into it and Donald Trump had stormed off the set because he just couldn't believe it or couldn't take the heat or the hot water. And that circulated everywhere, went everywhere. And then my buddy uh, Taylor, who is President Trump's uh, uh, chief communications uh, director or whatever you want to call it, uh, released the last five minutes of the show disproving everything that Pierce Morgan was trying to say. They got up. They left. Super cordial. Thanks so much for the interview. Great interview. They laughed. Thank you so much. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Great time. See you later completely showed him for the fraud that he is. He is a lying sack of garbage. Either way, he's British. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, anyway, so since then, him and my buddy Taylor have been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Pierce Morgan's talking a lot of garbage about my buddy Taylor, et cetera. And finally, I had enough. And so, you know, uh, a report came out that his last episode, uh, Pierce Morgan's last episode, got 10,000 views. On Fox Nation. Fox Nation is paying a fortune to this guy. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand why they hired him. Whatever. So I simply just made a comment. And I said, uh, <laughs> judging by your views, your followers on Twitter are probably fake. Uh, you're going to be fired anytime. And <laughs> you're, I, said, I think I said that your viewers are less than CNN Plus or something like that. And then... He said, uh, who are you, you little kid? <laughs> and, you know, Alyssa got super mad at me, but I couldn't I couldn't help myself. As Ricky Gervais would say it, I should have left it. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't leave it. And I basically said, I'm the guy that is offering to help your ratings uh, by having you come on my show because we get far more viewers and listeners than you do. You know, Fox is paying you millions of dollars to do this. In fact, honestly, we don't even have to do the real show. You've got, you know, I could get more views than that from the front seat of my truck. Anyway, Pierce uh, did not respond. Uh, he just simply deleted his tweet because he's uh, a coward from, you know, Europe and the UK. And so, you know, we've been kicking their butt since 1776. And so it seems to continue. All right. We got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, and uh, but before we get into that, I want to get into a sponsor. All right, guys, look, I'm going to keep it short. Good ranchers. I need every single one of you to listen to the words I'm saying right now. I need you to go support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to support the company that supported Dear America when we almost had to shut down. Now the radical left and every single thing that you can imagine is coming against these guys simply for supporting free speech. I need you to take it into your own hands and get off your proverbial butt and do something for fighting for the companies that are trying to do the right thing. Listen here, Good Ranchers is 
amazing. And I told him, you got to give me something for the people. You got to give me something. So if you go for a limited time, if you go to goodranchers.com slash Graham, they're giving away with your order two pounds of their American, American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Listen, Again, if you don't know what Good Ranchers does, they sell 100% American meat. Stop buying from the grocery store. Stop eating China meat or Australian meat. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to get a box of American meat and get two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Listen, guys, again, Good Ranchers is the real deal. They saved this podcast when we were about to have to shut down, and now they need our help to stand with them. Meat prices are soaring, and I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription with Good Ranchers. As long as you're subscribed, your price will never change, no matter what happens in this crapshoot economy that Joe Biden has. So, Go right now to GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Use my promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Lock your subscription in forever and also get two pounds of free Wagyu beef burgers now. All right, so I want to start this off by uh, doing stupid news of the day. I really like doing this category uh, just because it's amazing what you can find out there. So we used to be a serious society. I don't really know if we're a serious uh, a serious society even more with this new thing that has come out now uh, as being reported from the daily wire. Um, it is the U S army. That's right. All my veterans out there, especially all my army veterans out there. How does this make you feel? U S army is considering letting soldiers change bases if local laws offend their choice of gender. So what they're talking about is duty stations. So let me rephrase that. So it sounds a little better. The U.S. Army is considering letting soldiers change duty stations if local laws offend their choice of gender. The U.S. Army, apparently interested in furthering its recent journey into wokeness, is considering a policy called a compassionate reassignment. Oh, my gosh. Permitting soldiers to request a transfer to a different area if they feel state or local laws discriminate against them because of their Gender, in addition to gender, sex, religion, race, or pregnancy could be cited as discriminatory by the service member looking to move. The policy would sanction soldiers to declare that certain states are too racist, too homophobic, too sexist, or otherwise discriminatory to be able to live there safely and comfortably. Oh, my gosh. Can you? So I retweeted this, just so you know. And I, being in the war twice, I simply said, better not go to war any time soon. And there's always this dude on Twitter, and I really hope that they're listening. <laughs> and this dude responds with, talk to Kristen Beck, retired Navy SEAL and more diplomats than you and I combined. He's now a trans. I've seen her at the range in high heels. She will put you and me to shame. So don't sit there and tell me gay people can't fight in wars. Mike Corman was gay and he saved lives. Shame on you for laying Graham. I think he was trying to say lying. Um, first of all, this person is an idiot. That's not what I was saying at all. 
uh, what I was saying is better not go to war anytime soon is I was making a uh, intellectual comparison in a humorous way, comparing the irony to this. So this new rule will allow soldiers that are in the LGBTQIA plus community to say that that state is racist and homophobic and transphobic. I don't feel safe there. I want a different duty assignment. When I said don't go to war anytime soon, what I meant was in Iraq and Afghanistan, they will kill you for being gay and in the LGBTQIA plus community. So talk about feeling not safe and talk about a place feeling transphobic or homophobic, et cetera. That's what I was talking about. And this person who responded in that way was a moron in no way that I say that gay people can't fight a war. You want to pick up a rifle and go fight in a war and be gay by all means, go do it. Uh, wars need as many bodies as possible. And that's just how I feel about it. I don't care. As far as the military goes, I don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever. Uh, if you want to go fight in a war, go fight in a war. That's not what I'm saying. Maybe my joke was of a higher intellect where only certain people would understand what I was talking about. And maybe that was my mistake is I was trying to be witty instead of just saying what I actually meant. Uh, maybe that was the problem, but you know, either way, there's your odd news of the day. Okay. All right. I want to talk about, I want to talk about gas. Um, for those of you who aren't paying attention, uh, over the past two weeks, it's raised another 30 cents and now the national gas average is at 471 a gallon, 471 a gallon. However, CBS is reporting uh, that J.P. Morgan analysts are predicting that prices at the pump could go up another 30% this summer. That would increase the national average per gallon to $6.20. You better hold on, folks. You better hold on because it's fixing to get it's fixing to get rough. And, and, and here's the part. This is talking about normal gas. Here's the thing that I tell everybody is I'm actually looking at a price tag right now and it's 4.29 for regular fuel and it's 5.69 for diesel at whatever location. Oh, so this is in Central Texas where this photo was taken. Here's the thing that most people don't do and if you're listening to this, I challenge you. Okay? Uh most gas stations the red number is the normal gas and the green number is the what? It's the diesel, right? Well, most people look at the 429 or whatever, and they don't look at the diesel number. Uh, if we hit a 620 average of gas, that means diesel is probably going to be in the eight, possibly even the $9 range for a gallon of gas. Now, a lot of people, because the majority of Americans don't drive diesels, they mind their own business. But here's the thing that you actually have to think about. And I need you to hear me when I say this, the world, well, let's go America. America actually doesn't run on your gas. America does not run and operate on the red number. America runs and operates on the green number. Diesel is what runs America. Diesel is what runs the trucks. Diesel is what gets your supplies to where they need to be. Diesel is what runs the fire trucks, the EMS services, 
everything that you can possibly imagine for your day-to-day activities, et cetera, everything that you go buy at the store, everything that you go look at, every piece of food that you buy or eat, all of that stuff is run and operated on the green number, which is the diesel number. So it is very, very scary. This, this whole thing, like I, like some of you know, now I own and operate a transportation company. Those take diesel. And so let me explain to you how this works. So transportation companies make bids on what are called hauls and gas is factored into those things. So not only are you potentially looking at a shortage, we'll talk about the baby food shortage here in a minute, but let's just say that these companies pay this extra surcharge to uh, account for this fuel cost. Well, then what's going to happen is the stores are going to turn around and once the product gets there, they're going to jack up the prices there. And now that's what we call inflation, right? Like that's how everything happens. And it's this vicious cycle over and over and over again. You need to pay attention to the gas, but you need to pay attention to the green number people, not the red number. The red number may hurt, but it's the green number that tells the future of America. But I digress. All right. Up next, we got to talk about the monkey pox pandemic that is coming that Joe Biden says we absolutely should be terrified of and quaking in our boots. Uh, But before we do that, Let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody. I mean, you know, the economy's in the garbage, man. It is a raining dumpster fire at this point. Thanks, Joe Biden. And let's go, Brandon. It finally happened, though. The Fed is realizing the dire straits of our economy. Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you just can't spend trillions of dollars every year. And now we got $40 billion more going to Ukraine. But I digress. You're already starting to see the ripple effects. We got no baby formula. The effects in the housing market. People's buying power has diminished. Have you considered what could happen if the stock market in our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. Text the word GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text the word GRAHAM to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold, so go now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and protect your future with gold now. Okay, so the last episode, I talked about the monkeypox a little bit. I said I really didn't know that a whole lot about it uh, and that I would look into it more and I'd have more for you guys uh, etc. So what I decided to do was take a left-leaning organization, um, journalistic outlet, and talk about monkeypox. So for those of you who are confused, what is monkeypox? Well, monkeypox is a rare disease caused by the monkeypox virus. This is from CNBC.com, by the way. Part of the same family as smallpox, though typically less severe. 
Generally occurring in remote parts of Central and West Africa, the virus was first detected in captive monkeys in 1958, and the first human case was recorded in 1970s. Um, how do you catch monkeypox? Monkeypox spreads from someone comes into close contact with another person, animal, or infected material with the virus. The virus can enter the body through broken skin, the respiratory tract, and or through the eyes, nose, and mouth. What are the symptoms? Initial symptoms of monkeypox include fever, headaches, muscle aches, swelling, and back pain. Patients typically develop a rash one to three to two. Ah, can't talk. One to three days after the appearance of fever, often beginning on the face and spreading to other parts of the body, such as the palms and the hands and the soles of the feet. The rash, which can cause severe itching then goes through several several stages before the legions scabs and uh, then falls off. The infection typically lasts two to four weeks and usually clears up on its own. What is the treatment? There are currently no proven safe treatments for monkeypox because most of the cases are mild and it clears up on its own. Now, this is CNBC.com. How dangerous is it? Monkeypox cases can occasionally be more severe, with some deaths having been reported in West Africa. However, this is less than 1%. Less than 1% of all monkeypox cases. However, health authorities stress that we are not on the brink of a serious outbreak and the risk of the general public remains very low. So what is the monkeypox? It is a lesser version of the smallpox. It is far less deadly, and it has a kill rate of less than 1%. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, man. I don't know why we're freaking out over monkeypox. I, I don't understand. Uh, first of all, we've already got a lot of natural immunity uh, in the United States because of the smallpox vaccine. It says that people that have been inoculated with the smallpox vaccine are less likely to be able to get monkeypox. Not only do you have the generation that helped eradicate smallpox from the U.S., uh, but you also have uh, a large percentage of the veteran community that has had to have the smallpox shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, I don't really know what's going on, but then again, I'm just a redneck from Mississippi that has a high school diploma. So maybe there's things that I simply do not understand. So the New York Post is reporting that Biden's plan to now have the United States government in charge of baby formula for your family has arrived. 78,000 pounds of infant formula has arrived in the U.S. Where, you might ask, did it come from? Well, it came from Europe, more specifically Germany. That's right. Joe Biden sucks so bad that Germany is having to save our rear end. All right. So how much does that work? 78,000 pounds of baby formula uh, provides um, it will feed 9,000 babies for a week. Yeah, that's right. That's why I'm pausing. 78,000 pounds will feed 9,000 babies for a week. More specifically, it equals to about 1.5 million eight-ounce bottles. So that's it. 1.5 million babies get one bottle. 
1.5 million babies get one bottle. One more time. 78,000 pounds flown in from Europe gives 1.5 million babies one bottle. And I sit here and I wonder to myself, and I, you know, I think about these things. I think about all the stuff that's going on. I, you just have to wonder how in the world does all this stuff happen? <laughs> Joe Biden saying it's a large shipment of very specific and specialized formula, formula for moms and dads who have children who have allergies where the regular formula just simply will not work. Oh gosh. But it only will, it only will feed <laughs> 1.5 million doses of eight ounce bottles. So that means 1.5 million babies can get one bottle. It will provide formula for 9,000 babies for a week and up to 18,000 or, and so it's 9,000 babies and 18,000 toddlers for one week. This just, this isn't sustainable, ladies and gentlemen. This, this is insanity. And here's the craziest part. How in the world did we get to this? Joe Biden and them talking about, they've been talking about it since, uh, you know, Months ago, they've been talking about it months ago. Well, here's an interesting thing. I found a clip and I thought that this was very interesting because it sounds like we knew about this issue back in November of last year. That's right. ABC News had a special uh, on November 17th, 2021. And here's what it said. Supply chain issues are starting to impact infants as baby formula might be harder to find in stores. Walgreens says the demand for infant formula is increasing nationwide. And at the same time, suppliers are struggling to restock shelves. Now, this could be a problem for some parents, as experts say it's not always easy to swap out one brand of formula for another. And that's because some babies can develop an intolerance to ingredients in specific brands. The Infant Nutrition Council of America says its members are working with distributors, retailers, and state agencies on innovative ways to ensure the availability of infant formula. The maker of Enfamil Infant Formula, though, says their company has ample supply. So we knew about this at least as early as November 17th, 2021, but yet we're still in the situation. And here's another question. We just sent 40 billion to Ukraine. We can't feed our own babies. Uh, we just sent 40 billion to Ukraine. Uh, they're predicting gas to surge up to over $6 a gallon on the national average. That means places in like California and New York, it'll be like $10 a gallon. We just sent 40 billion to Ukraine, but yet we knew about this shortage back in November. But now we're using the United States military, which is using our tax dollars. I wonder how much we're buying this formula from from Europe. Everything Joe Biden does turn to turns to crap. Everything he does costs more money. This man is single handedly destroying the country. The country is going down a road where. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. I really don't. And, and, you know, uh, that leads me into, I wanted to do questions. I wanted to do questions for the show, but you know, now I had all this other stuff to talk about. And so, but I did find one question that was exciting. This person was trying to be a jerk, right? Cause people accuse me of being a fear monger and a divisive, you know, uh, someone, someone even said to me one time that my voice was a threat to our nation, <laughs> which I thought was, you know, I mean, wow, what a, what a statement to make. But anyway, this person asked, uh, 
what are your plans to unify our nation? You know, and I read it kind of in a smug voice, like, what are your plans uh, to help unify our nation? And, and then I thought, wow, what a, you know, what a gigantic question that is, you know, uniting our nation. And I really got to thinking about it for a minute. And, and so I guess I will work this out with you guys as I go about it. I don't really know <laughs> how to unite our nation. Have you paid attention lately? How crazy it is. I, I, I think that a lot of people put us on these pedestals that we don't, a, no one deserves to be on, but B, we, we don't have all the answers. And, and so I was actually having a discussion with a family member about this the other day. You know, they're, they're moving from Oregon to South Carolina. And obviously everybody knows about Oregon. It is a literal dumpster fire. Just, just if you live in Oregon, get out, just get out. It, it is a lost cause. Let's try to, you know, just flash sail it to Canada for maybe, you know, getting rid of some of the national debt. Either way, um, and we, we were having really, really, you know, solid conversations. And this family member was just telling me about how incredibly left and liberal Oregon is. And it just got me to thinking, I don't really know if there is a uniting our nation with certain people. And, and before you freak out, what I mean by that is, is simply this. I do believe that there comes a point where people can be so far apart that there is no uniting them. Like, like for example, I, I mean, at this point in our world that we live in, I can show you the stats. I can show you the statistics. I can talk to, uh, take pro-choice versus pro-life, for example. You know, I could, a lot of people that are pro-choice are also very into COVID, right? Uh, It's funny how things parallel like that. Not everybody, before I get emails, I realize that there are no absolutes when it comes to people, but I'm talking majority, right? These things parallel themselves. And we can talk about this and and we can talk about uh, people freaking out that at almost the three-year mark, there's been a million COVID deaths. And those numbers can be argued. Is it death from COVID or death with COVID? Which I think is a very uh, real and plausible distinguish between the two, right? To die from COVID or as to die with COVID are two different things, but that's neither here nor there. We'll just call it a million. All right. Let's just say the numbers are absolutely 100% true and there's no deviation at all. And it's been a million COVID deaths in almost three years. Um, Well, my question is, you know, simply this, I, you know, I could, I could point to this data. Okay. Um, it's, you know, even if it's two, just straight up two years, which we're over that now, but, but even two years worth of data. Okay. Half a million people a year died from COVID, which those numbers are going to go down as we all continue to get more, you know, antibodies and natural immunity, et cetera, et cetera. But let's just say, you know, everybody's mourning, mourning the 1 million COVID deaths. But then I can also show you the data of simply reported cases of abortion averaging over 895,000 thousand every single year of abortions. And me and you can have conversations all day, every day of what's actually more of a pandemic and what's actually more of a threat to human life. We can argue 
about when life begins. And you can say that it is a religious belief, but you also have no proof that life hasn't begun at conception. There comes a point where you just have to realize we're not going to end up in the same place. Right. Pro-lifers want pro-choicers to choose life. Pro-choicers want pro-lifers to choose choice. They're never going to. They're never going to. Pro-life people are never going to be pro-choice. Pro-choice people, I think there's more of a chance for pro-choice people to become pro-life, which also in my own uh, mindset means that the pro-choice argument is a lesser of an argument because there is a more likelihood of a pro-choicer be- becoming a pro-lifer. But I'm talking about the hardcore people like heels dug in the ground. They're, they're immovable. The people that are still wearing masks, they're immovable. They're, and, 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 and I'm not talking about people that have comorbidities or health issues. I'm talking about the normal freaking folks that are walking around with a mask on still. They're gone, man. They're gone. They're, they're never coming back. They're, they're, they're lost. And that's just the truth. And so what are my ideas to unite our nation? The, the truth is, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, I, all I know to do is to continue to do what I've always done, which is just tell you guys the, the facts as I read them, as I see them, as I find them, etc. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's my answer to that. Anyway, that's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a fantastic Monday. I almost said money. Make your money on this Monday. Make sure to share this podcast. Give us a rating. Leave us five stars. Share it with a friend. Thanks so much for joining this Monday, guys. And we'll see you all again next time.